0: This year's
1: donations might go to say
2: the geology department oh dear not the dirt people geology is a study of pressure and ah, time that's all it takes really
1: what kind of activity has turned the lid massive
0: look i'm just a geologist i like rocks i love rocks
2: hello everybody welcome to the geology flannel cast my name is steve hey
1: there everybody this is chris salutations i'm jesse Oh, wow, look at Jesse not having the awkward silence today. Yeah. It's like, he's on his A game today. I, I'm
2: all self-conscious now because I was like, don't forget I have to podcast tonight. Well, I was like, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Geology podcast. I was like, come on, man. That's going to be in my head. <laughs> yeah. She's playing mind games with you. <laughs> she is. She's like, yeah. Sometimes me and the kids listen from upstairs. <laughs> like, oh, you know, they started. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man. Oh.
2: Well, anyway.
1: hello everyone. Uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining in today to the geology Final cast, uh, the premier geology podcast. Hope everyone's doing all right today. Having a, having a good day. We got a, uh, we got an episode that is about 400 million years in the making today. No, more than that. More really. than
2: that. Come yeah, on, man. About that. a bill.
1: Yeah. Full bill. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Today is, uh, we are kind of, this is, uh, well, we're covering the Appalachian Mountains today, right? And it's a topic that we, it was actually episode number two way back in 2014, right? Yes. You get the date handy, Steve? I do. It was a long time ago. We did the uh, date handy. This is a topic that <laughs> I'm stalling right now. This is, a, this is a uh, it was
2: January 2014, <laughs> January 30th, 2014.
1: January 30th, 2014. My goodness. Um, this is a topic that all three of us are, you know, really into. Um uh, you know, we've basically been studying this topic for years, and we decided that it kind of needs a what do you guys want to say? Not a reboot, like a kick in the butt, or I don't know. I'm just oh, dusting it off. Yeah, kicking dusting, the tires. Dusting it off.
0: Uh, yeah. Just want to make it. sure you don't forget about yeah. them.
2: No. These so rocks are literally in my backyard.
0: Yeah,
1: this is. Um, yeah. So we figured we uh, we jump back on this topic, try to um, hit some uh, hit some uh, new things that uh, that actually we just recently learned. And the, the funny thing about this is each of us have been studying the, the formation of the Appalachian Mountains for. 10 plus years, I'd say there's, there's at least 30 years of, of, you know, studying of the Appalachian mountains between the three of us, now maybe
0: putting a lot of pressure on
1: us. Mm-hmm. No, you're... but would you let me finish just... Oh, <laughs> the, uh, but this is a topic that we were just talking about this before we started the podcast. The more you study this, the dumber <laughs> you feel. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is that better now, Jesse? That's, yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, uh, in some ways the Appalachians are my white whale. I'm I'm chasing them, but will I ever truly catch them or will they kill me first? They'll that's probably kill you question. first. Yeah. Uh, I don't we're all just, we're
2: all doomed.
1: <laughs> but no, we've all we've all done work in the Appalachians, uh, done some research work and stuff. And uh I don't know. It's uh we're all east coasters here at the geology flannel cast. So it's a uh, it's a mountain range that's uh near and dear to our hearts and uh yeah so we decided we'd uh give this a little a little nudge how about that
2: yeah so it ranges from canada all the way down to georgia i guess maybe further south
1: yeah georgia, georgia. a little bit of alabama alabama. Yeah, yeah. alabama yeah
0: but um yeah yeah they're some would say they're the original. And the best.
1: The OG mountains.
0: Yeah. So
1: there's this is a topic that's, oh my goodness, like geologists have been studying this for a really, really long time. Uh, uh, Since what would you say? Maybe since the 1800s or so? I mean, yeah.
0: (laughs) Isn't this where like before plate tectonics? The idea was geosynclines, which is where you, the, to explain sort of mountains, which is a weird building up of sediments causing the crust to deform and, and sort of bulge. And, and I, I want to say a lot of it was by looking at the Appalachian Mountains. It was conceived by early geologists in the mid-1800s looking at the Appalachian Mountains. They are the classic mountain range.
1: You know, that's, that's really interesting. You, you said that, um, because nice. that's just, you know, throwing you, throwing you a bone there. I appreciate it. Uh, all right. I'm going to sign off. All right. That's it. <laughs> Jesse's dropping his mic right now and walking <laughs> out the door. Um, so, that, you know, I, I, always like telling that whenever we talk about like, uh, the, the previous, uh, I guess, uh, theories on how mountains formed before plate tectonics, uh, which is, you know, kind of crazy. You know, we, we've known, you know, obviously we we know about mountains, we've seen mountains, but we really truly didn't understand how they formed until plate tectonics came about in in the 1960s. And it's, you know, that, so I always find that like super fascinating that, that we just didn't even know the, the basics on how mountains formed. There's, there's another form. Um, so one of the, one of the, I should say this, one of the uh, previously before plate tectonics, as Jesse was talking about uh, was uh people thought mountains formed through a uh, geosyncline theory, but there was another theory. I think I might've talked about this briefly on the podcast uh, about how mountains formed that had to do. So with the earth cooling down and the theory goes that, uh, it was kind of like the, the earth started off as hot and as, as, it, as it gets older, it starts cooling down. And as it starts cooling down, it starts to like develop these like ridges, almost like, like a grape turning into a raisin. Um, and obviously, that's
2: not how it works. So, but I <laughs> what?
1: So no, it's I, it's
2: obviously catastrophism or neptunism.
1: The, yeah, uh, the neptunism. Everything came from uh, came from the great ocean.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Everything uh, precipitated. And uh, what was it? W- Werner von Gottlieb, right? The head, the the most outspoken neptunist.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need to be the smartest man in the room, just the loudest. <laughs> that, was, that was a good um,
0: pool there with that name.
2: But, uh, yeah, I for. mean, th- but the, to back to Jesse's point of the Appalachian Mountains being like the OG, like people studying this, you know, on the other side of the ocean, you know, that's where, you know, our boys, William Stratus Smith and some of these other guys where, you know, it, it's essentially the other side of the zipper, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Of the Appalachian Mountains,
1: yeah. So it extends the Appalachian Mountains, or the you know they obviously on on the on the other side of the Atlantic, they don't call them the Appalachian Mountains, but it's it's part of the same chain going we up in Scotland and then up uh, yeah. through Scandinavia,
0: Cal- yeah, Caledonia up in up in Scotland and, and parts of Snedonia and Wales, um, <clears throat> and even on Africa, you have the yeah the Atlas Mountains, uh-huh. I think. The Little Atlas and the Anti Atlas, which are are great names for mountains. Like I like when you put those little like uh ways to to describe them. The modifiers. The yeah. Modifiers, yeah. Ex- the Anti Atlas, the evil Bizarro Atlas, yeah, right? Like I feel like there
2: should be a gateway to hell there or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well so so we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves we're we're already destroying the appalachian mountains and, and dissecting them and cutting them up and and let's uh how about we start off in the beginning in the beginning
2: in the beginning
1: the first thing that says up that this says up excuse me the first thing that says <laughs> on our outline is this is literally what we're going off of ladies and gentlemen mountains go up mountains come down the end
0: and, <laughs> there's nothing more you need to know about mountain building well, thank you, ladies and
2: gentlemen. Thank you, Formatic Formula, for listening. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week.
1: <laughs> so the Appalachian Mountains, I guess, to, to kind of start things off, is obviously, uh, well, I, I guess there's, you could say there's three major mountain building events that occurred to that are recorded in the Appalachian Mountains. But really, there's kind of a fourth one, all right? And this fourth one is the oldest one, All right. And when, uh, I guess we'll we'll just kind of touch on this. As I guess that's the that's the point, um, and then kind of kind of go from there. But er- like we kind of said earlier in the uh, the podcast, everything starts off about a billion years ago, all right? Um, we had this. There was a mountain building event called the the Grenville orogeny, right? So when we say this term orogeny. That just that's just like basically like fancy geologic speak for mountain building event. So, got to talk about the Grenville first because this actually is part of the the Grenville Mountains are incorporated into into the Appalachians that we that we know of today. So Grenville, this is back in Precambrian time. We're dealing with like uh, about uh, tw- uh, about twelve fifty to nine eighty million years ago. All right.
0: I do. <clears throat> can I can I jump in here? Yeah, go ahead. So <clears throat> I just want to make a note about this time period. The so this is all Proterozoic. So a billion years ago the the last um, period in this, in this Proterozoic in, in the, with the Gr- Grenville. So right around a billion years ago <clears throat> is called um, the Tonian period. And um, <clears throat> the Tonian period is interesting because it's one of the periods where we get our first really definitive fossils of, of animal, animal fossils. So like, uh, it's like complex organisms. Yeah. Like uh, what you would call uh, a metazoan, I guess, or yeah. So not like, and this ties in with our life episode. That's why I wanted to mention it where we talk about, we see early life, cyanobacteria other bacteria single-celled organisms this we get our first sort of definitive this is an animal um uh otavia antiqua um which is a type of sponge you know we're not going to get too crazy we're still simple simple life (laughs) but
1: No bones, no vertebrae yet. No We're, not even, we're so, not even close yeah. to that yet.
0: Let's, let's Everything's
1: still to, living underwater too. Like, right,
2: but the soft parts are becoming harder.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and the Tonian, the Tonian actually stretches. That'll make across. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna loop back on that. Stretches from about a billion to 720 million years, so it's like 300 million years of time. And it ends with one of my favorite periods, Snowball Earth, the Cryogean. Ooh. Get all um, Snowball Earth. We've
1: never done an episode on Snowball. No, we Earth. should.
0: Also, Tonian comes from the Greek "tonos," which means stretch. Nice. <laughs> <All fun facts. laughs> I like. How you I'm full that of fun together. facts. And Oof. this is also a period. Let's just make this a Grenville episode. This is also. <laughs> This is also part of a period that's sometimes called the boring billion. And it's supposedly this time where like, there's not much happening, but that's not true. There's an erogeny, right? There's the first animal definitive animal. I want to line up those
2: scientists and smack them.
0: Yeah. It needs to check themselves. Yeah, come on, man. I know it's a sponge, but it's an exciting sponge. It's, it's like first the, sponge. the first one. Yeah. The first yeah. Sponge. Yeah. Um, yeah they, they had little square pants. Yeah, they I lived in my in a, mind, I'm picturing like, sea. a cyanobacteria who's just like, I'm going to be better than this, like squeezing really hard, and then poof, turns into a sponge. I don't know how evolution works. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think was it's referring called, to
2: SpongeBob, but
1: yeah, I think what Jesse's referring to is punctuated evolution. Maybe Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> if you think about it,
2: I wish I can. I wish I can. I wish I can. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Let's see. You visualize what you want.
2: There you go. You yep. want
0: to be a sponge?
2: That cyanobacteria set up a vision board.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Had some meetings with friends. Figured it out.
0: <clears throat> so anyway, th- it, it's an interesting time period, to, but mainly because we're starting with the Grenville orogeny.
1: So the Grenville orogen, like it's, it happened a little bit west of of where the Appalachians are today. Um, I forget uh, what we're doing with like, like around like Arkansas ish, right. Or the Ozarks, is that correct off the top? of my Yeah. Head.
0: yeah. And, and I include it with this because it trends north to south, where you find the Appalachians today, you know, y- y- you have similar, the similar sort of trend of the Grenville up through, you know, Canada.
1: So, um, yeah. So the got us got to start off with uh, with the Grenville initially, all right. And so that happens, and pre Cambrian time <laughs> ends, right? So that,
0: so it's, that happens.
1: It's, so let's let's, in, uh, let's we're going to fast forward about five hundred million years now. Yeah. So talk about we talk about the boring billion. This is kind of like the I don't know half a billion that we're not even going to talk about you know you have eh, all
0: earth the radiation of all multicellular life development of all phyla anyway here we are in the ordovician
1: this is like one of your favorite time periods right
0: it is it's up there (laughs) do you know what my favorite period is
2: the Cryogenian.
0: no it's one of them I don't know. I feel like this
1: answer changes every, every week
0: probably does, but no, this, this is a way I'm going to work in a, a through line for all our episodes here. It's gotta be the carboniferous. I was going to say. say (laughs) Ah,
2: It's
1: quickly turning into one of my least favorite periods (laughs) just to balance (laughs) it out. You know, the the, the yin and the yang on this podcast. No, I've
0: got a good project we should start. We should work on there. So. Oh, all right. Mine's the Anthropocene,
1: like right now. Yeah, the period that's not officially recognized is going on right now as we speak.
2: Uh, yeah. I guess it wouldn't be a period; it'd be like an epic.
0: Epic. I don't know. Steve's no. gonna no. turn on. No, be a out. period. He's gonna... gonna go out and turn on his car. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make this period happen.
2: Uh, yeah. I guess maybe maybe it would be an epic or an age. It depends on who's defining it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, we're digressing too yeah, much, yeah. <laughs> too so, much, which is odd.
0: Yeah, I think, right. it, I think they're trying to make it an epic.
1: An epic. All right. um, All right. So the first round of mountain building events on the East Coast of modern day North America. So this continent wasn't known as North America for what we're dealing with. Should we call it North America for the podcast to keep it simple? Or do you want to call it Laurentia? Let's be. <laughs>
2: Let's call yeah, it- I mean, yeah, so Taconic or the, excuse me, the Granville came together to create Rodinia, right?
1: Oh, we didn't say that.
2: Yeah. 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 So, you know, one of the, one of the first major supercontinents, Rodinia, mm-hmm. and then that 500 million that Chris wants to skip that Jesse imparted all that knowledge of like basically all life as we know it started. Um <laughs> that's essentially when it's ripping apart.
0: Yeah, it breaks up.
2: It's not not only is it ripping apart. It's ripping apart and then it's starting to come back together. And then once it comes back together, that's when we have the Taconic. So
0: uh, not quite. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, when it's starting it's, to come back together. Yes, when it's not, starting like to come back. The together. First, yeah, yeah, like
1: one of the first waves. Yeah. Wow. So, well, this the, what, what, ends up happening, what Steve's getting at, um, you get into the, vol- the volcano, Steve?
2: No. Got, yeah. I mean, I just wanted to, like you were saying, do we call it North America or do we call it the, you know, I think we can call it North America to
0: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, if you want to call clarify. it North America, call it North America. All right. It, I, I just want to mention like, you know, at this time when you're thinking about <clears throat> what things look like and, and where things are, you, you have to keep in mind that North America is, is less than half the size it is now. And we're in the Southern hemisphere, you know, down near the South pole, like visual. Everything's all rotated around. Yeah. Visualizers. We're basically Australia. Yeah. What I'm getting at
2: Uh, on as far as the, where we are on the planet. Yes. Yeah. And, And And
0: maybe I wonder size, that'd be an interesting little thought experiment. What would our size be?
1: I mean, it's obviously smaller. Like you wouldn't have California or anything like that. Yeah, Yeah, I I believe at geez, where the western boundary of North America at this point probably would have been somewhere around Utah.
0: That's yeah, that's what I would I would say Utah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. somewhere. Yeah, before the Laramide,
2: but we're not even going to get
0: to that. There's no New Jersey, no Florida. (gasps) (laughs) no comment
1: (laughs) (laughs) so and there's actually no there's not even an atlantic ocean the ocean that is just east of the proto north american continent well it's called laurentia right but we'll just keep it simple north america what what, the beginnings of, of north america
0: proto north america
1: proto north america it's the ocean that would be adjacent to the modern day east coast of North America is called the Iapetus ocean. We've actually talked about the Iapetus ocean on the podcast before. Um, so Iapetus, let's see if I get this right. It's on the outline. Iapetus is the father of Atlas. Is that what we said in the, the Yeah. the Atlantic ocean is named after Atlas and Iapetus is the father of Atlas.
2: Yeah. But and, what's he the son of?
1: Well, there you go. It's the, I, I'm just <laughs> learning this right now. Gaia and Uranus. So, <clears throat> Uranus. Are we saying Uranus? I, I don't, don't know. know. Every so time
0: Ur- s- Uranus, I, I'm just so used to saying in class Uranus is the god <clears throat> of the sky, and Gaia <clears throat> is the god of the earth. Right. And their son, Iapetus, is the water.
1: Was Iapetus a Titan? Did, yes. did, they, did Gaia gave birth to the Titans, right?
0: Gave birth to the Titans. Yep.
1: All right.
0: Yeah, a bunch of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's actually a uh, the, I was watching. There's on Amazon. There's Amazon Prime. There's a story about uh, Greek mythology. And yeah. I was watching about the uh, it's actually kind of kind
0: of strange about you,
2: uh, the, the whole
0: family. You look at that family tree. Ooh, that would not fly today. Uh, there's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some issues with that. Uh, and uh, I think that the Titans. Let's see that. Uh, I, obviously Uranus was the father and Gaia was the mother and the Titans were stuck inside Gaia and they couldn't like birth them. And it was a whole thing. And it was, it gets very graphic and I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, why are we talking about this? Moving exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> so off, yeah. I, I, just off of, of what would be the modern day East coast of North America it was really different than what it is today, right? We had, we had volcanoes. There was a, we'll call a volcanic island arc chain just off, off, uh, you know, what's the modern day East coast of North America.
2: So what are we talking like? Japan?
1: You can kind of think of something like Japan or, I mean, obviously we're not going to know the exact shape of what this island arc looks like. We see the evidence. We see the volcanic evidence of this stuff in the rock record, um, you know, there's ash deposits that you can see. I've I have i i touched them with my own hands. I've I
2: seen, have too.
1: I've seen the, the Bentonite. It turns the ash turns into uh
0: have I, have I? I assume I have. Yes. I, Where?
1: I mean, I saw mine in Virginia.
0: Hmm. I've been to Virginia. Let's just assume I have.
1: A lot of the uh or those Ordovician limestones. Uh yep. You can see, you can see little little nights. It's very subtle. But you can see little night stringers in the uh in yeah. the Ordovician limestones. And That's actually just uh Oh,
0: well, and yeah. I've, I've, have I touched No, I guess um <laughs> Devonian nights. I've messed around with MPA.
2: Yeah, we've definitely we've definitely seen Devonian ash deposits. But it's just funny. Have I touched No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I'm gonna put that on the old summer bucket list.
2: <laughs> Touch some Taconic
0: Bentonite.
1: <laughs> There's a bet where is it out in uh, Stanton, Virginia is about where I saw where these it doesn't matter. It
0: does it. not matter. It's right
1: next to a Burger King, all right? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I, Ooh. All right, now you're selling me.
1: Yeah, right, right off the highway. I right off of I-81 right there in Virginia. It's a good um, road. It's
0: a very good road. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there are those little one-liners in to really throw you off your thanks thought. Okay. So we had these volcanoes,
1: okay. right? And then in between North America and these volcanoes, there were some, um, there was a, 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 bit of oceanic crust, right? And so we have subduction associated with this, right? We have these, uh, the subduction zone, which obviously is, is, fueling the, the Island arc. So as Steve pointed out, you could kind of think of it something like Japan, uh, or Indonesia or you know, just, just a, a chain of volcanic islands just hanging off, hanging off the coast there. Just
0: the chilling. The thing that got me with this is like, if you're picturing, you know, even if you picture just modern North America and you, you think of like the Atlantic ocean today, if, if you would think of subduction starting, you're going to imagine subduction occurring under North America, but it, but in this case, the way the microplates were, the, the I, I, was that there was two microplates, basically oceanic plates, to yeah. the east of us. Yeah, and so subduction starts to the east, mm-hmm. and that's that's where the island arc forms and. You know, I, I, I always got confused with that when I think of like this island arc, this Taconic Island arc forming. I I always just assume, I don't know, it's just the way I visualize it is subduction occurring towards the continent. But in this case, it would be away from the continent.
1: Yeah, because you're getting that that little sliver, that little bit of oceanic yeah. crust between North America and the volcanoes. That's that's getting pushed down.
0: I like how you call it the volcanoes. Like it's some, it's like Skull Island or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Yes. The Island arc. right? The Beware volcanoes. Of, be so aware of the
0: volcanoes. You find ghost ships there. <laughs> we were talking a about ghost of, ships before the podcast started. Ship. Yeah. 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 Uh, you were- do you think we digressed
2: already? Whew. Yeah. Let's <laughs> so not go what, down the go ship path.
1: Okay. So, what's <laughs> happening now is this little bit, uh, this bit of oceanic crust between North America and the volcanoes, also known <laughs> as the island arc, it's getting subducted, and North America is getting closer and closer to these to the island arc, and then all of a sudden, whammo, boom, that island arc gets sutured on to North America. This is called, ladies and gentlemen, the Taconic orogeny
2: yeah just think of it as like it's a it's a car accident happening in slow motion and eventually it just smashes in and gets stuck to us
0: and uh, again i'm emphasizing this point here the island arc and the continent you would imagine the smaller of the two the island arc moving towards the continent i mean i guess they're moving relative because everything's moving but in this case, because of the way subduction is working, the continent is moving towards the island arc uh-huh. and getting yeah. smashed.
1: Continent's like get over here,
0: <laughs> you're mine. Well, the island arc is like get over here because yeah, because unless the continents,
1: you can think of the continent chasing after the island arc. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yes, I that's, get where you're going. <laughs> yeah, I was I was picturing it like a Mortal Combat fatality. Uh, <laughs> Well, when I said, get over here, that's like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. straight that's... up 1990s Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Um, I make only topical references. But we yeah. are talking about <laughs> 480 million year old rocks.
1: Yeah. So yeah. this. So, OK, so the island arc system gets sutured onto North America. The two of them collide. North America catches up to the island arc or the island arc pulls over North America. However, you want to however Thank you want to look at it. Right. <laughs> so the, the volcanoes slam onto North America. And like I said, this is the Taconic techon- orogeny, right? This lasted for 40 million years. This is kind of a crazy amount of time. Like when you think about it, 40 million years. So you just got this, this like shoving and this, this pushing of these of the island arcs, you know, suturing onto North America. So this is between 480 and 440 million years ago. Um, so that happens. That's the first. That's like the first wave, um, and the, so I, I did, I was looking, this isn't on the outline here, but I was reading some, uh, going off, going off script, baby, uh, I was reading some stuff about what the, what, the, what were like the heights of the Taconic mountains when they were like baby mountains. And we're looking at like 20,000 feet or so. So that's like, that's like equivalent to like actually the Andes. Um, 20,000 Which- feet is bigger than any mountain right now on in North America. Um, Mount Whitney's the well, I guess uh, if you want to go, North, I, I'm sorry, I made a yeah. mistake there. I made a mistake there. Contiguous. I, yeah. 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 The, the contiguous. <laughs> yeah. Mount Whitney would be the, the, in California would be right now, 14, 14,000 and change. But yeah, Denali is, I just thought of that Denali up in Alaska
0: is, I mean, <clears throat> it's 20, it's only 20, Only. <laughs> oh, like wait, Do you know Denali? Is Denali the one that has? It's like super technical to climb, right? Because from from base to summit, it's it's higher. It's it's a more it's a greater elevation gain than say uh, Everest. <clears throat> I uh, you know what? I don't
1: know off the top of my head. I do know that Denali was a pain in the butt to climb. I had a buddy that climbed it, and it's a true story. He got up to the top. So they had all these like, but he, he went with like a guiding service, right? Got mm-hmm. to the top and they had, you know, they had all these parkas and stuff. Cause I thought it would, it, the weather could have been like horrendous. Get to the top and it was like 50 degrees or something like that. It was like incredibly warm. And the guide goes, Hey fellas, we're going to take the summit picture, put those parkas on because nobody's going to believe you're at the top of Denali right now. If you're not wearing <laughs> these like heavy duty parkas,
2: <laughs> that's funny. That's
1: but yeah apparently he summited it was like crystal clear conditions and like yeah super nice um but anyways so that's about the the height of um of the taconics when uh when they were when they were baby mountains so the taconics eventually start to erode and they start to break down and uh they're yeah you know, not not around anymore
2: so what
0: what is the cameron's line so yeah this was something that i had never heard of until i started looking into it
2: yeah i've never heard of it either that's i see it on the outline now <laughs> uh,
0: apparently it's just a <clears throat> you can see you can still see in a lot of these rocks or, or in the the structure the geologic structure is still present, the suture zone. Mm. Um, and it's mainly in New England, because this is this yeah. is something that affected m- mainly the northern portion of the of the continent. Um, Canada, the Can- Canadian Maritimes and New England and into New New York and New Jersey. But yeah, I never heard of that. Thought I'd just throw it out there. I no, don't know. I yeah, I like it. Yeah. But let it. me ask you something, Steve. Shout it out. If I wanted to insert a line into this document oh. to denote Cameron's line, how would I go about that? How would you
2: go about that? Uh, you would go to www.formaticformula.com <laughs> and or YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula for all of your word document formatting needs. Uh, it's so I, for work the other day, I had to go through three hour email training what? Yeah, exactly. Wow. And how to be efficient with your time with email for three hours. And and it's funny because I was like going through this training and I'm like, a lot of this stuff is exactly what the formatting formula teaches you. I mean, don't get me wrong, the the training had had some use. Um, but the formatting formula is like, you know, you talk about putting lines through things, like how to do a strike through, how to to take away a strike through? how to make a list how to to make a bulleted list how to annotate your list how to select all how to um and i know i've talked about this before this old database where everything's all caps (laughs) and the formatting formula taught me how to select it all and then change it all from all caps to all lower caps like just all these different little tricks and twists and tips uh the formatting formula can really, really uh, just save your butt, save you a ton of time. And more importantly, save you a lot of frustration. How many times I've tried to embed a figure or, you know, I have 27 figures and I have to add one more, but in the middle. So they can, they, they teach you how to, so it all populates down, things like that. Um, Anywhere from creating your own, uh, privatized headers and ribbons and things like that, all the way down to just, you know, how do I edit my table of contents? So check them out formattingformula.com or YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula. But more importantly than all of that, make sure you tell them the geology flannel cast sent you because they will hook you up with a one to 99% discount. It depends on how they spin the wheel. They have a spinning (laughs) wheel promotion now. I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, tell them the geology flannel cast sent you, um, and we would really appreciate that. So thanks, formattingformula.com.
1: All right, there you have it. Go check them out, ladies and gentlemen. So, All right, so the Taconics are going up in Ordovician into uh, early Silurian time. And, uh, so
2: we're talking 400 ish to like, I'm sorry, 490, 485 to like 440. Right. Right.
1: So, yeah, uh, they go up and, um, the other thing that's going on right now is these volcanoes are going off and volcanoes release, uh, they release some gases, right? Um, and especially when uh, volcanoes, sometimes if they release enough CO2, it could uh, alter the climate, right? So you'd think that um, the, as, as these volcanoes releasing carbon dioxide, CO2, it's going to give us greenhouse conditions at the, around this time. But apparently that's, uh, that's not the case. Uh, about uh, 10 million years after the uplift We get a ice age. Get an ice age, which potentially you know leads could you know which leads to a mass extinction event.
0: This is one of the so the. I think this is is this the Ordovician extinction event. This is one of the first. This is the first mass. Yeah.
2: Oh, in the oh, dude. So it's it's like you
1: have the the Cambrian life explosion. You know. About 540 million years ago everything's just like oh this is great this is great and then all of a sudden the ordovician hits and mother nature's like ah oh, nope
0: yeah you got all those sponges and, and bivalves and brachiopods be like i'm gonna live forever no nope. fame <laughs>
2: anybody yeah. old people i'm gonna live forever <laughs> come on
0: so the the co2 put out <clears throat> it's modeled somewhere it, somewhere in the range of like 15 to 20 times modern levels. So it pumped out a lot.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a whole lot.
0: Yeah. So it should be hot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't it? Does it have something to do with carbon sequestration?
0: Yeah, I guess. uh... (laughs)
1: Did I just ruin it? Well oiled machine here. Yeah. (laughs) At the geology final cast. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. Why is it called? No, no, no. I wanted
0: I I please answer. Please clap. (laughs) Uh yeah. And that's I think that's something to mention is like when depending on whenever anything gets off the surface, nature does not care for it. And and it is going to start eroding and weathering instantly and gravity will, will do its darndest to break it down. So um, a lot of times if these rocks are depending on what they're made of, when they weather, they draw CO2 out of the atmosphere. Right.
2: So a good question by a Patreon. So if the volcanoes threw out a bunch of CO2 now, the planet is absorbing all this CO2 was it the orogeny that ultimately caused the ice age yes right that's pretty cool
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. like it's spitting out all this stuff to make it hot and, and the planet's like eh no <laughs> no so we're just Part
0: gonna- of, to of, so you get part of this is, is just natural silicate weather but in this case the the co2 it gets into the atmosphere and, and co2 in the atmosphere reacts with water vapor and produces carbonic acid yeah yes and so that's why we have that's why rain is naturally acidic and so you know if you have an acid or a base neutral is ph of 7 rainwater is i want to say like 5 6 5.6 it's naturally acidic, just given the CO two in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and so with all this CO two, you have um, <clears throat> a lot of rainwater being produced. But these volcanoes, what were we calling them? The volcanoes. The volcanoes. The, the
2: volcanoes. Yes. Yeah, like it's the Hamptons or something.
0: <laughs> are um, yeah. mainly made of basalt, and so when this acid rain is hitting the basalt there's calcium in the basalt and 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 so it's it's dissolving this out and it's forming um as a as a, a runoff you're forming you're dissolving out sort of the calcium and and you're forming calcium carbonate that's in the solution or will eventually end up in in the in the rock right did i yeah watch that yeah it's just
1: it the uh, you're basically getting uh, calcite runoff, right? Yeah, it's breaking down. It's turning. Yeah, it's chemically altering the basalts, the lava flows from the volcanoes, and you're getting you're getting uh, uh, calcite as a result. So yeah,
0: that calcite's eventually going to deposit when it gets to a body of water where it's super saturated or whatnot.
1: So yeah. So basically, the the carbon is going. It's getting stored as, as limestones. Yeah. And so that's what the whole, I, I mentioned carbon sequestration uh, a minute or two ago. And that's, that's kind of
2: like a mentioned or th- stole thunder. Uh, uh,
1: I no, mean, it was, yeah. thunder. It was <laughs> I, I thought, I thought it was an alley-oop and I, I thought it was, yeah, like, it, thought it, it was it great. Was like, I why did know. no, 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 I, you had this look like you just, Killed my the whole whatever kind of transition you're going. No, you just at. took
0: me by surprise. I was, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> either way, doesn't matter who makes the basket, we still win the game.
2: Is there
1: you go? Uh, the game ain't over yet. Yeah, we're still in the second quarter, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope. let's pack it up and go home. We're all
1: we're all with <laughs> the taconic orogeny, man. We still got we got the Acadian mm-hmm. and Allegheny to go. We got we got some more ways to go. All right. So, uh, so what's this about the uh, the the strontium isotopes here in in the in the limestones?
0: So this is this is sort of the way in which they they figured this story out <clears throat> is they were looking at um, preserved limestones from this period, and they sort of hypothesized that uh, it, if if they were coming from basalt. They would have a, a very distinct um, strontium isotope uh, ratio, isotopes, which yeah, which we're not going to get in because uh, you know basalt is rich in, in strontium eighty six, and and so if you're weathering, if you're weathering these basalts and it's getting into the waterways and depositing in in these limestones, you should have this ratio of strontium isotopes, 86 to 87, that has uh, more 86, basically. And um, is it it 85 to 86? 86 and 87. 86 and 87, yeah. So in most most sediments, the ratio is 0.7. But in these limestones that are deposited at the same time period, as this is happening, the ratio is point, point six. six, which <laughs> huge is huge difference. The biggest disparity ever recorded. That's crazy. Yeah. Which, you know, is uh should we you know, so you have all this sediment that's shedding off these mountains, and, and in this case in the Taconic, most of it is shedding to the to the wests. And, and into the mid continent. But yeah, these this... limestones are found in modern day Nevada.
1: What? Yeah, that that uh
2: we can that's crazy. We yeah. can 86 that idea. <laughs> For those of you in the restaurant industry.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> really? What? what? Where's it? Yeah. Cricket nope. sound.
0: I, I <laughs> don't have it let's keep strontium and on <laughs> so, <laughs> so one of the so you one of the things here actually let's just finish this thought before i i tie it to the modern so it was one of the ways in which they they sort of one of the lines of evidence using the strontium proxy to show like that this limestone that you find out in Nevada and you find actually in the mid continent, you find all of this sort of, um, ordovician and Silurian aged limestone in the mid continent is likely from the weather to comic mountains.
1: Uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty wild. That, that stuff went that far. That's
0: yeah. Crazy. So, so it's drawing CO2 out of the atmosphere. Um, and it draws it down relatively close to sort of modern values, probably about a thousand parts per million. In in the modern day, I when we when we record this,
2: and we're at what four
0: twenty. I'm going to tell you it was last measured yesterday, March thirtieth. It was four sixteen point eight.
2: Four sixteen.
0: Okay. Um. <clears throat> So we, we get it down to sort of modern, but it, probably about a thousand, eight hundred or a thousand. And at those levels, you might say to yourself, well, that's still really high. Shouldn't it still be really hot? And I yeah, say, hot tamales. Yeah. I would say not quite because the sun wasn't as bright. Ah, uh, the old faint young sun. Yep. So the sun was just a little bit dimmer. Half a billion years ago, you know, it's a few percentages. Uh, Let's say it's like three or 4% dimmer, which is just enough that at those CO2 levels, it would be cold.
2: Yeah, that's three or 4%. I, you know, and I'm totally making this number up, but that's the difference between like the dead of summer and the dead of winter. Mm -hmm. So, just based on how much atmosphere the sun has to go through. So imagine if the whole planet was 3% colder, that's like the dead of winter, which would be
0: ice age. So, you know, you think about modern, modern mountains, like the Himalayas or the Himalayas, Himalayas. depending on (laughs) your flavor, Uh, you get, CO2 drawdown just through silicate weathering. it's, it's you, you see that, but the level at which you're drawing CO2 down from, say, weathering the Himalayas is not, is not enough. The rate isn't high enough to, say, send us into an ice age. Because there was some thought when the Himalayas, when India collides into Eurasia, 50 million years ago, 40 million years ago, something like that. 35 million years ago. Yep. In that range is right when we we collectively, the planet, go into, we, we go from a greenhouse world to an ice house world. It's 40 it's to 50 we, million years ago. Yeah. So we get permanent ice sheets that begin to form on Antarctica at like 35, 33 million years ago. And so one of the thoughts was, oh, the uplift of the Himalayas may have driven this. But it's probably not the case. It, it, it did probably help or aided the story, but it's not the, the answer. Isn't that also when the, the Laramide was happening as well? Oh, yeah. I guess so. so
2: I think it was m- more than one orogeny ir- going on on the planet yeah. at the same time.
0: Probably and that that's you also get the evolution of grass is probably drawing out a lot of CO two C four, but um, both of the Laramide and the Himalayas the Himalayas neither of them are basaltic, and so you're not getting the extreme sort of altering the atmosphere producing Ah. runoff. Continent to continent, yeah, you 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 do have silicate weathering. But it's one of the thoughts is with the Taconic, the the basaltic nature of it had had a pretty drastic effect. Hmm. You cool. know,
1: this also ties into episode 50 of the geology final cast with Chris Conwell.
0: Oh yeah. He yeah. Was talking
1: about, I was wondering, I was like, why does this sound so familiar? Yeah. Chris is working with the strontium isotopes oh, yeah. with this stuff in Nevada. Ah,
0: ah, huh.
1: Good friend, good friend of the podcast. So uh yeah. Chris talks, if you're interested in this, we're going to, we got to get moving on uh with, yeah. with the topics, but uh yeah. So we, we did talk about specifically if you're interested in the strontium dating, uh, check out episode 50 with a uh, good friend of the podcast, Chris Conwell.
2: Yeah. From June of 2020. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah.
1: So there you go. Uh, so that, uh, the Taconic Orogeny kind of more or less affects, uh, the Northeastern States, New England. Um, that's where the the main, uh, the main area of impact was really don't, you really don't see, uh, too much with the Island arc suturing onto, uh, the Southern Appalachians. So moving on, you want to, uh, what are you guys thinking? Do you want to? We, uh, well, we'll go with the Acadian orogeny, but should we make this a two-part episode or should we just uh, keep on trucking?
2: I think we can keep on trucking. What All do right. you think, Jesse?
0: Yeah, uh, let's let's make our way through the Acadian and then reassess.
2: Oh, All I right. like it. All right. Uh, the Acadian was pretty awesome. How awesome was it, Steve? It was it was so awesome. It happened from 375 million years ago to 323 million years ago, from the de, de, Devonian um, all the way into Jesse's favorite erogeny or favorite time period. Excuse me, the Carboniferous. So, um, 325 would put you approximately right between smack dab in the u.s between the mississippian and the pennsylvania correct does that sound that sounds right
0: yeah uh the break point is 323.2 right um just off the top of my head totally it, knew that
2: but <laughs> you know and, and we have been talking a lot about these time frames and these erogenies and uh, surprisingly a lot of these erogenies and time frames line up with the geologic time scale and some of that has to do with biological evolution either ending or uh, flourishing during these orogenies because a lot of stuff's happening you know we're, we're, we're changing the atmosphere we're pumping a lot of co2 in or we're taking a lot of co2 out and we're getting cold or we're getting warm and you know a lot of these geologic time scale periods are punctuated by essentially devastation
1: yeah you don't want to you don't want to um you don't want to be around at the end of a geologic time period
2: i it's think just, we are
1: right historically, now but well we're yeah. it's not <laughs> historically speaking it's not uh yeah it usually doesn't end well
0: there it's interesting there is some thought with the cambrian explosion which is sort of like one where life radiates but there is thought that the life that was around prior to that all went extinct
1: well, because of snowball, or what was it, it was because snowball Earth, right?
0: Snowball Earth, yeah.
1: yeah. And that was like the last thing that was like holding back the the explosion of life.
0: Oh, was it? Well, yeah. Like the stage was set. It's just, I mean,
1: yeah, uh, you know, things were getting better on Earth. It wasn't quite your Hadean atmosphere anymore. Yeah, and the Earth it's... was
0: getting all gussied up, just waiting for everyone to show up. It's got really cold out.
1: We, we're gonna do. I want to do an episode on Snowball Earth. Yeah, that's, that's I, coming up. That we we I, need to do that. I think.
2: I agree. Right. So but, back to the Acadian. Back to the Acadian. Yeah. Um, we have the collision of the Avalonian, um, which is where Avalon, New Jersey, came from uh, I, Continental. that's f- not true at all. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> what? Uh, continental fragments from the Laurasian continent.
1: So I have Avalonia. Let me hear your uh, I would like to open this up for discussion to hear everyone's insights on this Avalonia exotic yeah. terrain or not.
0: Well, how do you define exotic terrain? Yeah, exa- that that yeah. was my
2: that like I don't understand like.
1: So I've heard Avalonia as is uh, defined as a, as a
2: microcontinent. That's that's the way I was taught. Yeah, the microcontinent, and then yeah, as that's far as exotic I mean- terrain, like I don't know. Because I think I,
1: that's, I, I my personal opinion is because we learned East Coast geology. If you learned West Coast geology, you'd call it exotic terrain.
0: No, I think it's just part of the story, right? Because if that's the case, you can call Taconic Age rocks exotic, right? From the island. Yeah, arc.
2: yeah because you're, you're suturing it on and therefore it becomes new and crazy. It's exotic. Um, so, no. I don't know i don't know it gets tricky
1: It gets. i don't know how
2: it just fight why 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 call it exotic just it's terrain come on
0: (laughs) it's not that fancy well i mean
1: you don't know where avalonia came from seriously
0: yeah maybe maybe it came crashing in wearing a top hat and a bow tie it's pretty fancy (laughs) who who knows yes
2: it's not stone harbor come on
1: (laughs) nobody outside of New Jersey knows what Stone Harbor is.
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, if there's any New Jersey listeners out there, give us give us a shout out. Anyway, uh, I I besides nothing's fancier than Wildwood, and I will leave it at that. <laughs> now that we're done,
0: you, you find pieces of Avalonia in modern day Great Britain and Ireland, right? And parts of Scandinavia. You find it. Really, I think so.
2: I be- I believe you are correct. Yes, hmm. ba- basically, wow. uh, a lot of the well, I mean, just in general, a lot of the rocks you see in the Appalachians, you see
0: across yeah. the pond, and that's yeah, that's a function of later on in the next orogeny, <gasps> things collide and then things break up again. They just get carried away.
1: Yeah, yeah. right. Right now, we're still in the in the collision uh,
2: motif. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, but but real quick, it, th- those are called Wilson cycles, correct?
0: Yeah, supercontinent cycles. Yeah. Yeah. When when essentially a million you, year cycles, my
2: come together buddy, and Jay you break
0: Wilson, Canadian geologist.
2: I didn't realize Hi. you were buddies, but now I'm jealous.
0: Uh, he may. Th- oh, no, he died. God rest his soul. Yeah. Almost thirty but, years ago.
2: Yeah. So Acadian orogeny, we have this. Uh, I'm gonna call it a microcontinent. I'm actually gonna call it exotic terrain. Smashes in. Uh again, northern Appalachia, if you will. Once
1: again, New England, they just can't New England and Canada. Yeah, uh, can't yeah. New England can't catch a break, you know? It's like they got nailed with the taconics, and now here comes Avalonia.
2: Boom. But uh, again, a lot of volcanics, a lot of um shen shed fine grain class fine, come on, talk, Peterson. Fine grained clastic material into the inland seaway that covered a large part of the southern and central Appalachia.
0: Yeah, so you get in the Appalachian Basin, you you have these <clears throat> huge, what are called clastic wedges. Just these big wedges of sediment. <clears throat> and they're they're mainly depositing during this time. And um it, it, there, there's still some mystery about them. They're oftentimes called deltas because they they sort of course and upward, which you see in a, in, in deltas. They're constructional. Yeah, sort Isn't of the distributary thought, systems. Yeah, so the thought is you have like pulses of uplift, what, what are called um, um, tecto phases, where you have like this uplift and then it it sheds sediment. Who, who used the phrase uh, buzzsaw before we got on? Erosional buzzsaw? I think that same. was me. Yeah. yeah. So you have the uplift, and then it, uh, whenever you uplift, you're just given nature sediment to, 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 you know. She hates it. She does. And so you, you have these big wedges. And so there's some thought that the Avalonia orogeny is three, at least three major, it occurs in three major tecto phases, three major like uplifts so there's like this series of the the collision is sort of like in in these three major phases
2: and we're pretty close. We're pretty warm. We're right at the center of the planet essentially at this point. Correct.
0: Yeah. We're, we're a little bit South, at least in Pennsylvania, we're a little bit South, but yeah, North America basically straddles the equator to about 30 degrees South
2: and and you think about it in the devonian we're setting the stage all this sediment all this water we're in warmer climate you're setting the stage for on land life you know yeah we're giving them that that all the ingredients they need to start planting plants
0: yeah the um when do we get Yeah, so we get plants. We get first. um, We really get our first like land plants during the Ordovician.
1: That's what I was going to say. The very end, maybe the very end of the Ordovician.
0: Yeah, yeah, late Silurian, early Silurian. Which get those? uh, Yeah, it's not Archaeopteryx.
2: It's it's something really close to that.
0: Yeah. um, Shoot, blanket on it now. Yeah. The fern-like things. Yeah. And we get like these little bryophytes first, these little like mossy things. Um, they're all spore bearing. And then is the Devonian when we get our first tetrapods crawling out on the land?
2: Yeah. I mean, and, yeah, we have a lot of uh, f-
0: fishes and. Tiktolek. Yeah. The Tiktolek, whatever. I'm not one for the names, but you get, um, yeah, the evolution of of basically these these tetrapods, these little like, I don't know how to describe it. a tetrapod. It's four limbs, sort of like a amphibian. Yeah. So it, you, you, yeah, you need something. It's like a, It's
2: like a fish with four fins that would kind of swim yeah. up and, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's there's an interesting story about um ah, there's an interesting story about the eye the evolution of the eyes and there's some thought about the evolution of the eyes helped these these organisms get up onto land because yeah of, um, we talked we, about
2: this last
0: week last week yeah two weeks week, ago two yeah. weeks ago yeah. yeah with our life episode yeah but you find fossils of these early tetrapods in northern Pennsylvania at this time like Arcadian aged is that the,
1: is that the stuff that they're, I know they're at the Philadelphia Academy of Natural Sciences, they have a I forget what the name of that thing is. The yeah, fir, t- they think it's Tolic. Oh, it, it is that, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's, okay. and you find Red Hill, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I was that's just going right. to say yeah, Red yeah. Hill. Yeah, I've been there once. Yeah, we all looked at th- rite of passage to get up there. Is that the we'll- Catskill formation, question mark? No, what's the
1: the red beds there? The red, the red, aren't there red? Uh,
0: yeah, I think it's Haley Catskill. Souls? I think Devonian. it is. Yeah, Devon-
1: it's Devonian. Yeah. If it's but red and Devonian, it's Catskill. <laughs>
2: I assume. Uh, you're going to. Yeah. 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 Some people may disagree uh, with you.
0: Actually, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
2: Ugh. Yeah. All right, so um, Avalonia rifted from one of my favorite supercontinents, go land. Good I, do, I do have a bumper sticker that says reunite land. Um land. <laughs> uh, collided with Baltica in the Late Order Division. And then with LaRange, Laurenti- Laurentia, Aval-
1: Avalonia needs to get, get its you know, get itself together. It, it sounds a, like it was like a, a bumper car, pin, right? Pinball, just, like yeah. just banging
2: around stuff. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. It's got, it's like head down just walking into things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: so, well, listen, gentlemen.
0: Yeah.
1: I say we break this up into two episodes. We're an hour. In. Oh, this, all this right. All is- right. Not only do we need to talk about the final phase of mountain building with the Appalachian Mountains, the Allegheny Neurogeny, we also need to talk about how they got to the point where they're at today. That's a good point. So so, um,
2: I I thought Jesse summed that up in the first sentence. Mountains Mountains go up, up, mountains mountains come down.
1: It's (laughs) the the circle of life right there.
2: I, I guess we're still in the mountains go up part
1: we're still well actually well the mountains go up the mountains go down the mountains go up the mountains go down we're in the mountains go down part right
2: now because
1: um so wait does this
2: mean i don't have to pick a topic for next week i'm in
1: yeah (laughs) yeah you saved yourself one week there my friend uh (laughs) but you know so i I guess to to finish things off we can end it with this thought here um The mountains that we're talking about, like that we talked about the Taconics, um, the Taconic orogeny, and then the Acadian orogeny, we don't really we don't have those. Those mountains aren't around anymore. So it's, you know, how do we know that they were there? And one of the ways there's actually a couple different ways that you can you can tell that the the mountains were coming in. Ghost mountains. Ghost mountains, like the ghost ships that we just got to talk about. (laughs) <laughs> now you can see basically as soon as they go up, Mother Nature starts tearing them apart, and we see the giant pile of sediment that Mother Nature left behind after she started tearing these mountains apart. So we we see that with uh, the Taconics and and um, and the uh, Acadian Mountains. We basically like, A- and like even the Grenville. About- yeah, yeah. Well, the Grenville we can actually. Yeah, we can talk. We can bring Grenville back for the Allegheny and orogeny because that's when Grenville Grenville starts to poke its ugly well, I don't know, but ugly head. But um, the Allegheny and orogeny kind of brings some of that Grenville stuff back.
2: Yeah. Hey guys, um, remember me?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we talk about these things like plastic wedges, and um, you know, you get this you get this giant pile of sediment from where where the mountain used to be, and we're going to talk about this next week. Like if you look at like the East coast of the United States, you have like the Appalachian mountains kind of hugging, you know, offset from the coast. just a, just a tad, but then you go, when well, you go directly East of the Appalachians and you get the Piedmont, which is all the, the metamorphic rock, uh, the really old, like really all like billion billion year old metamorphic rock, just East of the Appalachians. But then it, after you hit, get through the Piedmont it's pretty much just coastal plain from, uh, Going up to uh, just about all of all of the East Coast from um, from Florida all the way up to New England. And it's going to be coast- more
0: of Steve just naming uh, New Jersey beach towns. Yeah. And <laughs> New Jersey.
1: And, yeah. But he can actually re- like legitimately say how these New Jersey beach towns came <laughs> yeah. about next week. But uh, it's just a giant. let's wedge. talk
2: about Seaside Heights.
1: It's just a giant <laughs> pile of sand. All the coastal plain is just a giant pile of sand that's left behind from from the Apa- the once mighty Appalachians that have since been just totally denuded. You like that word? Denuded, yes. <laughs> uh, totally eroded down to to where they're at today. So um, I say we uh, we leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah. Well, but seriously, thank you very much to our Patreon. Some of them gave us some excellent uh points to talk on today so thank you and if you're ever interested in becoming a patreon please check us out patreon.com slash flannel geology flannelcast Um, let's
0: spell all that out (laughs) exactly
2: uh no spaces and uh check us out on twitter facebook um instagram i don't know what else twitter
1: facebook instagram that's uh yeah that's it
2: yeah
0: yeah um
2: hey. kelly, yeah kelly blake actually uh posted our latest women in Ge- geology flannel cast on linkedin so even if you're on linkedin check it out yeah give if us a wanna, like give us a comment
0: you want to connect with uh the wing group women in uh geothermal whatever. yeah catch them on linkedin yeah
1: and also, if another way to help out the podcast, I know we talked about uh, the Patreon website. We have patreon.com/slash/geologyfinalcast. If you go to geologyflannelcast.com, if you don't want to do a subscription, you can help us out by uh, just picking up some merch. So we got some uh, stickers. Uh, very reasonably priced stickers on up uh, uh, on the on the website there. Uh, the geology, the lovely geology flannel cast coffee mug, if you're interested in that. Oh, and then, yeah,
2: and it really does make your coffee taste 20% better.
1: My
0: goodness. My coffee yeah. was so delicious this morning. At yeah. least. I ate ice cream out of mine the other night.
2: Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, can, I can't drink coffee out of anything but that mug now. <laughs> it just doesn't and taste good.
1: 4.6 billion years in the making. Uh, also, uh, you get some t-shirts. So anyways, all this fun geology final cast merch on there. If you'd like to help out the, the podcast that way, or just tell a friend, hook us up and tell a friend that helps out a lot too. So um, that being said, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, and come back next week for the second half of the, uh, of the Appalachian mountains. And I mean, it, things are going to get real in the next episode. Yeah. You know, it's good. <laughs> you want to talk about collision. Woo! We're going to have some collisions for you guys.
0: You, you probably don't know how this is going to end. Get ready. No, spoiler alert. They go up and they come down. They're going to come down. They're <laughs> going to come down. So. Sorry. <laughs> all right. got to learn how they come down.
2: Oh. I, I got nothing. Anyway. All right. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it, Chris. How,
1: how about a little throwback before we end? Jesse, what song are you taking us out with
2: today? Oh,
1: Ooh, oh, boy! <laughs> he, he
0: was not expecting this. Right. How, how <laughs> he about? Wasn't expecting. Why
2: this? do you build me up, Buttercup? Just that's to the first thing that down. came to mind too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: we hadn't done that in about five years. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah build me up, Buttercup. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.
2: Bye.